All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucksters? How are you, what the fucking ears? What the fuckadelics? Yes. Yes, this is Mark Marin. This is my show. This is WTF, the podcast. I'm talking. Today on the show, we have the uh, the wonderful Gerard Carmichael, a young gun, a guy with the goods. It was, it was a good talk, man. It was intense and, uh, and funny and lit up. He's all lit up, this dude. He's got a show on, uh, what is it? Where, where's that show going to be happening? It's going to be the Carmichael Show. Premieres uh, this week, actually, Wednesday at 9, 8 Central on NBC. And I'd reached out to him before because there was a lot of buzz. There was a lot of heat on this man, Carmichael. Smart, funny fucker. I did real time the other day. I was on real time with Bill Maher, and I think it went pretty well. I, I felt good about it, and, I, and I, I approached it a different way than I usually do. Now, I think Bill's great. I like Bill. I know he's a difficult personality for some people. Some people love to hate him. Some people love to love him. But he's very good at what he does. He's very on top of it. He, he does his homework. He's part of the dialogue. It's all real and happening right then. His monologues are written by brilliant dudes. I know a lot of them. Billy Martin, Chris Kelly. Uh, and, you know, he delivers jokes like, uh, like a dirty Johnny Carson. He's a classic television monologist. And the show is what it is. It's political, but it's it's a, it's been around for 13 seasons or so. It's a working machine, and uh, and sometimes it packs a punch, man. So I'm always thrilled when I get to go on there, but it does mean I have to re-immerse myself in the world of politics a bit and get up to speed, and I'm always surprised at just how far I've drifted. Yes, I interviewed the president, but I used to spend a lot of time on the pulse of politics every fucking day, crunching the news, figuring out the angle, getting involved with the uh, the pace of the bullshit. And I got to be honest with you, choosing to pull myself out of that was the best decision I ever made in my life. But sometimes I feel a little out of the loop. So getting up to speed was exciting. Doesn't take much to get up to speed. But the point was, or is, that generally when I get the topics for, for real time, I, I just freak out. And I'm like, I got to write a bunch of jokes. I got to write a bunch of jokes. And I got to find my place to put them in there. And I had some opinions on some stuff and I had some things I wanted to talk about, but I also didn't want to come off as a, a, a self-righteous, strident, angry asshole. I know that guy. That guy lives within me. That guy is a, a guy that wants to take me down from the inside. And he's punching my brain right in the right behind my eyes right now sometimes. But I, I know for me that when I get that kind of fire going, when I feel that crack hit of rage, that it's not always about what it's what's coming out of my mouth or what I think it's about. It's usually about that crack hit of rage. And we, I think we, there's consensus on crack's not good for you and rage isn't great for you either. But this time I just tried to do something different. I tried to honor who I am and I want to honor who I am in every conversation and where I've been coming from. So I just, uh, I got up to speed. I talked to my uh, producer, Brendan, who's a political wizard of sorts, knows what's going on in all things. Don't even know where he gets time to load his brain up with shit. But he knows everything about everything on a day-to-day basis. I think he actually has a some sort of USB plug in the back of his brain that uh, you know just plugs into the back of his head and he just downloads the internet every day. He's one of those guys. But he's up to speed and he can get me the angles that I need and get me the info I need. So I uh, I go over the stuff. I go over the Trump. I go over the Hillary. I go over a little bit of Social Security, but that gets in the weeds a bit. Go over a little bit of the Obamacare business, some Ashley Madison stuff. I get up to, I, I'm all of a sudden like, you know, involved in the news of the day. 
So instead of being compulsive and freaking myself out and panicking about jokes, I just panicked in general. And I just, you know, got an angle on stuff and thought about things and, you know, thought about how I'd respond to things maybe if I had the opportunity. And I was on the show with uh, Senator Claire McCaskill, Representative Donna Edwards, Charles Cook, a British dude, writes for the National Review, sort of a Hitchens-esque intellectual sort. Uh, and a guy named Dan Butner, I believe is how you would say his name. We wrote a book about uh, blue zones, I think they're called, where people live longer. Whatever the case, we did the thing, and I felt good about it. And it was—it's always great to see Bill work because it's one of those things where you're dealing with a, a professional comedian who's been at it a long time that has broadened his spectrum and is able to do what he does. No one really does what he does, and he mixes it up. You know, he's just solid. He's 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 been at it a long time and he's got it and he's got a thing. You gotta you gotta yeah, hats off to those guys. But he's also I, I like to watch Bill work and I like talking to him. He's very quick. So we do the show. Now this is about this is about anger, really. It's really about anger. And I got a guy I know who was in town. I, I'm not gonna mention names. You know, he's he's trying to get into the racket, get into the business. One way or the other. I'm not even sure how. But he's an all right guy. I like the guy. But uh, after I do the real time, I go do a spot. I run up to the comedy store. I do a spot. And I run into uh, my old buddy Tom Rhodes, who I haven't seen in a long time. Tom Rhodes has come in from the road. And he's now got himself an apartment here in uh, Los Angeles. Tom Rhodes is a great comedian, an old friend of mine. Spent about a decade out there living the life of a, of a roaming gypsy internationally. Doing the stand-up, living hotel to hotel, and living the life. But he's he's settling down. It was nice to see him. So me, Tom Rhodes, and this cat go out to Cantor's to uh, to stuff our faces with some uh, unhealthy Jew food. After I got off stage at real time, this cat had said to me, like, I'm, uh, I'm a little surprised that you didn't call Bill out on his racism on that one joke. He's from Texas. And I'm like, well, I didn't register it as racist at all. Are you familiar with what Bill does? He sort of pushes the envelope a little bit, but I didn't register it. He's like, oh, well, I just, I, it felt racist to me, and I'm just, I'm surprised that you didn't call him out. I'm like, who the fuck? You know, like, I felt it right then. And this was right after the show. It's like, you, what, I'm going to sit there on Bill Maher's show and talk shit to Bill Maher about, you know, his choice. It's just like, not only did it not register as racist, but like, who says that to a guy? You think you would have, like, just like, you know, you would have gone, you know, it's like you're lying to yourself. It's just it's like the fucking equivalent in show business of some sort of um, armchair quarterback. You know, guys have have done very little to show for themselves, and they'll just sit there and, and just sort of like, yeah, you know what you should have done. Yeah, I know what you should do right now. Shut the fuck up. But, you know, everyone's entitled to his opinion. So we made it through that, and I'm like, well, I, I get where you're coming from, but I just think you're wrong. So then we get to a Cantor's, and he just starts going on again. He just starts continuing. I'm like... He's like, you know, I, he's like, I don't like Bill Maher. He's not, he's not a, he's not a very good comedian. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's a great comedian, and his monologues, you know, he does like a Carson style monologue. He's very tight, and I just, he's like, I just, I just don't, I just don't like him. I'm like, this is a guy that's, you know, built a thing that works, and not, not only that, he's a button pusher, and we need button pushers, and he's a, he's an antagonist, he's a provocateur, he's a shit starter. So, you know, no matter what you think of him or how the show is now, or what it used to be, whatever, you know, he's, he's, he's good 
at what he does, and it's necessary that someone is out there doing that. Okay, this isn't about Bill Maher. This is about where my self-righteous comes from, you know. Now, the last time I'd seen this cat, he was host. I did a show of his that he hosted in Austin, and it took place at a, an abandoned shopping mall where he had a TV operation set up. And yeah, and I, you know, I talked. I like the guy. It's not, it's not an issue. It's not about not liking the guy. It's just like we're sitting at Cantor's. He's like, I just, I just don't think that uh, Bill Maher um, works hard enough on his comedy. And I'm like, I just, I'm like, what, what does that mean? You know, he does a weekly show that requires a lot of research and organization. I mean, I it just, I'm not getting it. He's like, no, I'm okay with the show. Just don't think he works very hard on his comedy. It's like, what, what fucking difference does it make? I, I mean, I get your, I, I, mean, I got his opinion, but he wouldn't let it go. And I just finally, I was like, who the fuck are you to sort of shit on a lifer? Look, if if you're a comic, I respect, and we're sitting there and we're shitting on people, that happens. Does it come from insecurity? Does it come from bitterness? Does it come from, you know, honest to God, you know, reasonable criticism? All of the above. But if you're a guy that's just a comer and, you know, and, and you know, I don't know what you've done. The last time I saw that guy, he was wearing a bathrobe and a wig. Fine. I, I mean, I don't know what kind of show he does. And, and maybe it's my fault. But the truth of the matter is, it's like, I just blew up and I felt that 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 crack hit of rage. I'm just sort of like, what the fuck? And and I felt it congeal and come out of my face like a thought fist. And it felt good in the moment. But, uh, you know, afterwards I didn't feel great and I had to apologize and, and you know, and, and just rephrase it and just agree to disagree. But uh, I, I'm. it's very funny about how emotional I'm getting about my business about people who are in my business respecting the people in my business and you know understanding the struggles that we all have and 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 what it, and how hard it is to get successful i've also become very emotional about little things and, and like i, I just a, not little things but I, I just i'm just emotional just seriously man I mean, where's your opinion coming from where does it come from like, why am I saying what I'm saying about that, that person? Is it something I really feel? Is it thought through? Is it grounded in something intellectual or rational? Something, is it a reasonable criticism? Or is it just me being a dick? It's tricky, hard to tell. All right, I'm very excited now to uh, share with you my conversation with uh, Gerard Carmichael, a new... Uh, Comedy star. The the Carmichael Show premieres this Wednesday at 9, 8 central on NBC. So uh, check that out and, uh, and let's talk to Gerard. Yeah. Have you ever been on stage and you, you hear the, uh, like you hear your voice back? Sometimes that's terrifying. Because if you're, if you're hearing that and you're noticing it, yeah. it's not going well. It's not going well. But <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's like, it's, I feel like I'm recording a song and I'm immediately listening to playback. And sometimes I'm like, oh, uh, this rhythm's it's not right. bad. It's not a bad rhythm. Right? So you can, you can detach from it enough to like, I mean, you have a certain amount of uh, persistence and perseverance, no matter how it's going up there. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so I guess sometimes like uh, it's nice to, it, when things aren't going well, if you can hear your own voice, just go, that's enough. That's entertaining enough that's entertaining for me. Enough. Yeah. It's like, it's, here's the thing. It's like, it's, it kind of is like sex where it's like, if you had, if you had great sex before, you know, it's out there, you know, it's sure. possible. Right. And even in the middle of not so great sex. 
It's you're still like, okay. It's still okay. You still know. You still got to go. You're gonna. You're gonna get back out there. <laughs> sure. Right. You like the uh, on stage. You're like, well, this chick's not that into it. It's not into we're it. We're not locked in. It's not. It, we're not connecting the way I want. Yeah. But uh, but she seems to be volunteering for it. So look, she, we can get through this. <laughs> you know, yeah. next time, yeah. same chick, different chick. That's we'll good. figure it out. I wish I had that disposition. There was always <laughs> a. Well, I mean, I, I I didn't when I started, but I think I have it more now. Yeah. It, it used to always be a fight with me. I you know it was just. To, let's provoke these fuckers, yeah, and see how far I can push them, yeah, and then, uh, and then, and then, and even when they come around, let's make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reward. There was no reward. Not, for not them. really. Not really. It was no, all like, no. oh, okay. <laughs> well, do you, did you always? Was it always your intention to be an entertainer? <laughs> I mean, because I sometimes yeah. it, when I started, and I know the kind of shit that you kind of push, yeah, that there there is something about there might be a difference. Between being a comedian and being an entertainer, sometimes yeah, and it's it's funny because I do have this innate desire to be an entertainer, right? Right, right. You, but yeah, but like when I, when on stage, especially when I know an audience hasn't been pushed to that place, yeah, like you know, I mean, the part of the benefit, part of the beauty of doing, I think, comedy in like New York and L.A. Yeah. is that like it's these marathon shows, so you are you are finding out where you fit in. And like like within a lineup, it's right? How also, do you how do you define your shit? How do you define your shit? Right? Like how how is this exactly like? How right. do I stand out amongst right. all right. these other guys? So it's like in twelve I, minutes. In twelve minutes. <laughs> in twelve minutes. So right. if you feel like an audience hasn't been pushed, right? Yeah. And you feel like everyone's just giving applesauce. Yeah. yeah. Like you gotta you yeah. gotta put a little medicine in. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a bowl of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you give them yeah. a bowl well, of the, shit. Yeah, like some sugar on it. <laughs> Look at I just did. I just. I, I just fucked your heads. <laughs> you'll remember that. You didn't laugh much, but you'll remember. You'll never forget that. That's right. You'll never Which be- is a major percentage of it. Not ma- It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Not a bad thing. Because I've laughed at some guys and then been like, what's his name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Like yeah, a lot of times you, you go to clubs and it's hard to differentiate between the the point of view. Yeah. Like, that, that's the thing. It's like yeah. you can hear different voices and shit, yes. but you listen, is a point of view sort of the same? There's yes. a detachment from it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, I think that like what you seem to have been doing is just taking the risks to define, like in my mind, the stage is your territory. You can do mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you want with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's like what we were talking about with Miles Davis in the house, mm-hmm. is that you can push it all you want, and by doing that, even when you, you push too far, you know, you, you at least know the space you have to work with. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you know you got you know all the rules, right? Then break all of them, right? For a little <laughs> while, for a little while. But yeah. I mean, you, you, it's like, why, why the fuck do we want to do the same thing that everybody else is doing? No, you I, know, I like, mean, why, that's the most boring. That's not art. It stops being art, and that is, it's like where I got to get off board because it's well, just so boring, right? Life. And there's also that point where you're like, well, how much of what I'm doing is like? There's a difference between pushing people. Uh, farther than they're willing to go mm-hmm. and, and and just being truly yourself yes do you know what i yes, mean yes. That, that's i think what you're trying to find out what's in between that it's like I can, I can fuck with them this much but why am i really doing that yes when when it stops being honest you right got, you have to because it's that's like right. it's like when, when uh you know you, we both <laughs> say things that are edgier but you can tell i think they're honest thoughts right it's not like right and then you right. know take that yeah shocking yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like because that's fruitless that, yeah. that has not that you know it's like 
this is an honest thought. Like I really, it's, it may be fucked up and right. it may be, but it, this is a honest feeling that I've had. It's an honest thought that I've had. Right, it's an honest way I've viewed something. Right. And I'm not afraid to share that with you. And that way, even if it's, you know, provocative mm-hmm. or, or shocking, at least uh, you you have this connection with the audience that's authentic. Yes. You're not just, because like, if you're just doing shock shit, that's really defensive. Like yes. you're, you're actually hiding you're hiding. You're <laughs> hiding behind, you know, buzzwords. Yeah, this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abortion. Right. Blah, blah, exactly. blah. That's molestation. Right. Blah, right. blah, blah. Right. And then I fucked it. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, it's like, what are you, what are you even saying Is anymore? there much of that around anymore? Is that still happening? I mean, I mean like a little bit. I think so, a little bit. It, it, it's a little it, tired, though, right? You, you yeah, know, because like, you, you feel it, that they're just trying to. Well, now it's gone to uh, where shock existed now it's been replaced with absurdity yeah you know yeah. And we went through oh, that's like, back the fa- yeah the, yeah. the, 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 the absurdity <laughs> of just like I, and this is the most absurd thing that, that I could, that say. could ever say you know what's funny though but some guys uh, had a friend Angelo Bowers mm-hmm. who, uh, who oh the guy who died the guy who passed away in, was that New York that, that was, was here, here. that was, was here the, yes I started with him car accident that was horrible I remember him. that guy you Genu- started here? He st- he started here. Did you start here? I started here as well, yes. Uh-huh. And he was so nothing he said on stage was the truth. Yeah. Everything that he said was kind of like just these made up things. If you knew him, you knew that's how his mind worked. It's like when you watch, you know, Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. you, you know, or watch, you know, Robin Williams and and these these things. They they aren't just saying, "So, you know, the other day my wife it, it's not like just these personal stories, right. but it's true to their sense of humor that's right if, it, if they're if you can feel who they are then yes. that's cool yes and right. with if angela would say some of the most absurd things in the world but it but the and i usually don't necessarily connect that well with some of that sense of humor when it feels contrived right but it it didn't feel contrived with him like because you he, knew him you yes. got feel for him yeah he more than anybody inspired me to be more myself right like more than anyone i've met like that he's guy. just like that guy yeah it was it's probably my like my i dedicated my special to because he was he's probably like one of my biggest inspirations in comedy really absolutely it's nice when they're your peers it's amazing when every day Mark, just hitting mics just mic after mic after mic with angelo was one of the most beautiful experiences of my life That's like sweet, it really man. was always new stuff and we would always i remember we did a montreal uh my, my first festival. montreal audition we were right, all, the uh, audition, doing right. the audition yeah and i saw him writing his notebook and i was writing in mine and, yeah. I, and i remember walking over to him and whispering like you know we're probably the only two com- comics in the country trying new shit yeah on, on, on yeah, the montreal yeah, audition yeah. right like, and yeah. we we just wanted to like we sure. just had to take that risk we had to take sure. that chance and sure. like sure. yeah we're so the only two comics willing to sabotage our sets Sab- because we're the real deal exactly fuck these people fuck these people <laughs> but really kind of right sure man i look believe me <laughs> i i know that may i love the people of montreal but like I, but as far as industry is like it's like if you can't be yourself then what's the point no that that's true and it, like it took me a long time to learn certain lessons about that mm-hmm. but i think there's uh there's it's part of our nature uh as comics usually like if you got the bug to do this when you were a little kid mm-hmm. there's a lot of fuck you in it no but but have you not no there's an insane amount of fear of in course, comedy of course but, and, but like like uh, I, I talk to guys about even staying on Montreal, right? Yeah. And I would talk to guys, and they and they would say, "Well, I hear the people of Montreal like it when you do this yeah. or you do that." And I'm like, "Who can, do your be oh. yourself?" Well, then you go, and then you say, "Like, oh, I don't, I don't do that." Yeah, yeah, I don't do that. It's why I haven't yeah. done a late night set. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, "Oh, well, then if I can't just go be exactly well, that's myself, the, well, then... that's the trick, man, right? Yeah, because like 
I think in back in the day, the late night sets, at least you had seven minutes, eight yes. minutes. Eight minutes. Maybe you had a shot in eight minutes. Yes. Now at four and a half. Four and a half. It's hard. You almost have to write these setup punch things, yeah. even if it's not you. Right, you got to find the three jokes yes. that you can mash together. Yes. No, I mean, when I was doing those sets... I knew I wasn't going to be exactly what I am in a live situation, mm-hmm. but in my mind, I was like, well, this is part of the job. I'm a comedian. Yeah. I get to be on TV in this context. Yeah. That's one of the available outlets. How do I fucking master that? That yeah. was the way I thought about That's it. What, I mean, which is a great way of thinking. It's yeah. like, it, it's almost, in a good sense, it's a great business way of thinking. Well, it's and just it, like, you know, we're comics. That's part of the job. And there, at some point, I got that in my head. Yeah. Like, every one of our heroes did that shit. Yes. Yes, but but it's it like anything else, right? Like with the sitcom, with everything, uh, when it starts becoming a thing, that's when it hard. gets dangerous. Because it's hard. like w- doing a Tonight Show set, sometimes I see guys, some of my friends, and I'm like, they got the suit on. Yeah, that's and I'm like, you would the, never do that. You yeah. would never do that. Well, I think when you were younger, and like you're coming up in a different time, mm-hmm. that you 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 know when there was just like three or four outlets. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and the thing was, you know, Letterman or or uh, or 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 Carson, you know, uh, or Leno afterwards. I, I didn't have much. I didn't do Leno till the last year he was there just because I got my shit. Yeah, well, also, I, 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 my, my personal uh, philosophy is like only do things that would look good in a time capsule. Right. So like you're yeah. the last year yeah. of like a thing. Well, <laughs> well, it, was, like, it was one of those things where I, I, I never I never had that much respect for him necessarily. Like he used to be a great comic, but he was sort of a pander monkey on The Tonight Show. <laughs> but like when I've I was heard pander monkey yeah. before. But uh, when I was a kid and coming up, it's like Letterman was the guy. Yeah. And we, like, that was the grail. Yeah. So when you did your first Letterman, you were like, holy fuck. Yeah. And it was pretty amazing because it was this huge theater. It was cold in there and it was a real theater and you respected Dave and you wanted him to like you. Yeah. But I wore a fucking suit and I, it was a shiny suit, dude. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know how shiny it was. But I, 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 like, I look at that first set and it was tight as fuck and it was good and it was me, but it wasn't like me that you'd see in a club yeah there's no way to do that really in five minutes six minutes yeah yeah it's so you just avoid it all together yeah just i i attempted to do one i got it uh uh letterman actually Uh i got a note it was like i I sent in a tape Mm. and it was like we prefer more setup punchline like like uh, that more that structure and i was like oh i'm cool what so you're not doing it so i just didn't do it huh like, I don't know how you work, but I, I feel like we work similar. Like, you know, you write ideas and then you just you just talk them out. Is that what you do? I mean, you don't yeah, write jokes. It's, I, yeah, it's right. like ideas as thoughts. Right, so you know, you, then you, you, through a certain amount of repetition, it polishes itself and, 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 yeah. and grows up in public. Yes. The joke. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, is it, like, I just had an experience last night at the store where I, I've been doing this line and this bit. For, for a few months now mm-hmm. but it just never what didn't click as hard as I wanted I never understood why because it ties back into an earlier part of the bit and last night it just like it did what it was supposed to do yeah. but it t- took months and I can't tell you why I don't know why yeah <laughs> it just did right it just did it had its night yeah it, sometimes a line I wrote in 2010 oh yeah just shows up right or how about and you're like oh I know oh I know how to talk about this right now. yeah, yeah, it's, I, yeah. I, thought, you know, I fold shit back in sometimes or different pieces of shit from the, or how about when like when a punchline is delivered to you you know when you've got a bit yeah. and it's not all done but it's funny enough yes and yeah. then you're just doing it and then one night this thing drops in and you're like Where'd that fucking come the from? The whole time? Yeah. The whole time. That right. should have, yeah. That right. was, that's what I was, was waiting missing. to happen. Right. This whole time. Like, oh man, that's perfect. And then you're like, oh, I got to go back and do my special again. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I did that. I put I put unfinished thoughts on the special. Yeah, I, wasn't that what it was called? Uh, yeah, yeah. Unfinished. It was some unfinished thoughts. It was some thoughts. It's just like, oh yeah, no. And then and then there's that. Well, where did like you started here, but you didn't grow up here? I'm from North Carolina. I grew up in North Carolina. What part? Uh, Winston Salem. Really? Yeah. I I like North Carolina. Do you? Yeah, I was. Uh, it's a. It's I, I, I tell you weirdly, I you know, I, as as I get older, for some reason, I was you know very judgmental of the South for very specific reasons, mm-hmm. and a lot of them were probably real, but they weren't my life, and yeah. a lot of them had to do with stereotyping, you know. Yeah. But as I go back now, I'm like fucking this part of the country, although. <laughs> I used to do a joke that was like, in the American South, there's an ignorance that runs so deep, it actually has integrity. Ha! So, <laughs> that, I mean, what that, that's the whole Confederate thing, right? right? It's, right. It's, a, it's, it's ignorance that transforms into integrity. It's, it's just, it, it, it is it almost, what it is. Almost, you know, it like, defines you know, the place. It, yes. Yeah, even if it's, it, it, thank God it's not as active, but you know, clearly racism exists, but the, the, region, the region is charming. Like, yeah. it's beautiful country, good people yeah. for the most part. You know what I admire is sometimes just the ability to just hold on to something. The, mm-hmm. the problem is sometimes it's the wrong thing, yeah. but just to hold on to something, just to have a okay. set of values. Gotta believe in something. That, ju- that you just hold on to it, and life just yeah. is, a, it's a bit right. clearer. Wrong-minded shit, but he's committed. He's committed, man. <laughs> he's committed. The grand, the, the grand wizard yeah. of the KKK. Evil motherfucker, but he knows Evil what he motherfucker, thinks. But think about how simple his life is. Mm-hmm. Like He wakes up, He's like, uh, do you still hate niggas? Yep. Yeah. Still don't like them. Yeah. Time for breakfast. His, he eats his he eats his waffles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? His life is pretty simple. He like, eats his chicken and waffles. He eats and still his chicken and waffles, people. which is ironic <laughs> as fuck. Exactly. We, we said it's ignorant. <laughs> yeah. But it's like just this guy that just has a simple life. It's like you're holding on. If he just adjusted that, just changed one word to mm-hmm. love, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Same simple life is just yeah. Well, that's the weird thing about that, and you know, and I talked to uh, uh, President Obama, who was sitting right next. By the way, yeah, that's his cup. Is that his cup? Yeah, look at who else's cup would that be? I mean, presidential seal. So who brings this in? A little lady. He's got a little lady with (laughs) him. Always a little lady. Yeah, but I don't know if it's always a little lady, but they they have a food person, and she comes with his tea and his yeah, and then puts that in there. Did you did you offer? Yeah, and you offer sure, and he says. Uh, he he he. Well, she came in before, so he was set up. He had a water. So, so he had even the tea. even before I'm not you get offer a chance. Him cereal. What am I going to offer him? You want a bowl of cereal? I don't got a lot of shit in the house. Maybe got some bran flakes and raisins. <laughs> you want some of that? Why not? I just know, to see. I know. I just know. to see. He would have. Uh, be- I had a lot more on my mind, dude. It would be. It, I know. By the way, <laughs> yeah. how dope. That was a, a great thing. Yeah, was that amazing. was an amazing thing. Insane. I was like, I, I I think I was supposed to be here. I got bumped for Obama. <laughs> I got bumped, by the way. Yeah, he told me to book you. He said, yeah. <laughs> Obama said, I'm a fan of that uh, Carmichael kid. I, got, I, I was like, cool. Yeah, I've, got, yeah. I've gotten bumped by worse. <laughs> That's right. You did get bumped by Obama. I got bumped you? by Obama. <laughs> I was like, I, was like I, got, I got bumped by worse, so yeah. I, I can handle yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. So wait, so North Carolina, North what Carolina. was it, what, when, did, uh, when did you leave there? How old were you? Uh, 20. You were 20? Uh, left. So you just said, Mom, I'm going? Yeah, basically. I was, at, I was working at a shoe store. In in, in, in Winston Salem, Salem. and uh, and a guy came in, and and I was thinking about moving to LA. I was once again going back to wanting to be an entertainer. But what you were in high school? I just out of high school. It's this gray area of just doing nothing. Sure, sure. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah. 
you know, part time uh-huh. in a shoe store, sure. whatever. Like shoes, shoes or sneakers like or real shoes. Finish line sneakers. Oh, yeah, yeah. About what do you have on? Okay, sandals, no, sandals. okay. No, no I, I can't give you yeah, any right, information right. on those. I'm sorry. Man. I got, I got nice shoes. I got boots, man. I got okay. red wing boots. I'm a, oh, okay. I'm a boot guy. We didn't sell you. Yeah. You would have hated everything yeah, in the no, store. If I needed sneakers, I would have been all right. Yeah, yeah. But like, was that a mall? We had a mall. At a mall. At a mall. Big mall, mall small mall. A decent sized mall. Uh huh. De- pretty, pretty decent so you're, size you're, mall. You're eating at the Chick Fil A. I'm eating at that Chick Fil A a lot. I'm eating at that Chick Fil A a lot. There was a Burger King sure. upstairs. Yeah, there, was a yeah, there was a Sheets. There was a yeah, Sheets. I don't even know what that is. That was. I mean, you've been on. A, you've is that a local chain. You've driven by one a Sheets on your way to a hotel a somewhere place? in the middle. It's a food place. Uh-huh. Some places a food place and gas station. Yeah, yeah, I didn't but, say it was classy. Yeah, it's a yeah. food court. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we sure. were so just all of that and and. And I was thinking about uh, moving to LA because to do I wanted comedy. to do comedy. I wanted to be an entertainer. I always wanted a, a show. I always want it's these things. I, that I've always vague, been though, that vague. Not yeah, not specific. I didn't know you I wanted to be in to show do business. Wanted to be in show business. Didn't always know you wanted to do stand up. Didn't know specifically stand up. I I I thought that it was like um, almost arrogant hmm. to just be like oh really. I'm that guy. Like, oh, I know what funny is. I'm not one of those guys. But what'd you grow up with? You got siblings? I have older brother, an older brother, Joe. Yeah. What's he do? Joe is now like a stay-at-home dad, and yeah, really, like loves it. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? He loves it. The wife's working. Wife's working. My sister, <laughs> what my it's my sister in law. Yeah. she's been in the family for so long. I just say sister. Yeah, I yeah. Look at her sure. as a sister, and she's, uh, you know, working. She's in education. Nice. And how many Brilliant kids they got? Smart. They have two. Uh huh. I have a niece and nephew. And he's just doing that thing. He's yeah. And, how and great he's is a, that? like like a great dad, which is weird watching your brother be like a great dad. How much like older the is guy, he? He's eight years older than me. Oh really? And yeah, and so. The, the the guy that used to just punch me in the chest is now eight years older. He's punching in the oh, chest. Man. What were you like? Poo? Punishment. Yeah, he waited till I was three. <laughs> oh, that's good. And, and respect to Joe. Yeah, he waited till I was three to before hit he, to hit me in the <laughs> chest. <laughs> he was eleven. Yeah, he was eleven. So he's just, just jealous of this little fuck that showed yeah. up taking all the yeah. attention. Yeah, well, I was also probably you no. Know, I was a bit over. You know, I was a lot as yeah. a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're, so you're a lot as an adult. I, for the love of God, <laughs> for the love of God. <laughs> so so. You know, uh, uh, older brother wanted to be in showbiz. A guy comes in, right? To the store. To the store. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how we got on the conversation. I think small talk of just what do you do. right. And he says, oh, I'm an actor out in L.A., right? I don't know what his name is. Uh I don't know why he was in Winston-Salem. I don't know if he's from Winston-Salem. But he said... I I said oh, I I was like, oh, that sounds so cool, man. I was like, I want to... I really want to do that. And he said, yeah, just move. (laughs) I was like... What? what? And then he said, I, I'd never heard of Craigslist. I'd never heard of West Side Rentals. He told me, he was like, just go on there and find a place. I was like, oh. I saved up what little money I had. My sister bought me a plane ticket, and I'm in L.A. in like six months. Really? Yeah. No plans? No plans. I wanted to do, st- I, by that point, I knew, it w- I have a great friend, Ashley, who kept saying, it's stand-up. You have to do. This is someone you grew up with. Someone I went to high school with, grew up with, great friend of mine, and she was very. She was. You have to do stand. Did you listen to stand up? Yeah, I loved stand up when you were a kid. Yeah, prior Cosby. That was it. Sinbad. Yeah, sure. Carlin. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Black. Sure. You know, like yeah. the, like the, the ones that just really stand out. To I like, me. like Sinbad's in there. Sinbad. Was Sinbad's there. in there. Yeah, yeah. Sinbad. 
By the way, talk about not writing anything down. Put on shows, man. No, big shows. Sinbad put and, on shows. He wore some outfits. Yeah, my buddy Jamar just texted me. He was just like, hey, man, Sinbad's, I'm watching a Sinbad special, man. You got to rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a while. I saw him in, um, at South by. It uh-huh. just destroys. Sure. Oh, yeah. You know, like just a Real entertainer. Yeah. Real entertainer. And, uh, and so, you know, we watched, you know. And, the two and, sides and, of that thing are like Sinbad and Cat. Like you know, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the guys that just like Cat Williams will ramble darkly, yeah, and, and, and blow your mind. And Sinbad just gonna ramble and bring you up. He's gonna bring you up. Yeah, he's gonna bring you up, man. It's gonna be fun. Afros and bell bottles, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and he's and just a great entertainer. And we and uh, watched a lot of stand up. We were um we were into it, and we really watched. And my my dad was very much so. This is Richard Pryor. This is What's, why I like him. And, oh, really? And we were, Your dad would sit down with you and say that? Oh, absolutely. Here's and, the record. Let's put on the CD. Yes, and let's listen. And why? And and because, and part a lot of the exploration of my my standup is like why the why. My family is very much so, you know, great at articulating why something why they like Richard. Not what, just he's funny. It was like this is why. What'd your old man do? Uh, he's he a do? truck driver. Okay, he's so he's, driver, yeah. he loves it. He's in the truck. He's listening to this yeah. shit. Yeah, he's he listening to it all his life. Yeah, listening all his life. Uh, what did he say to you? Why? Because because it was important what he was saying. It was important and it was interesting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Like like it was and and that that always stuck with me. Like it's just like I didn't I don't want to just say nonsense. It's like it was important, provocative. Yeah, provocative, but in the, in the best sense of the word. Mm-hmm. You know, like like going back to what we're saying, not shocking, provo- like genuinely provocative. A lot of heart. A lot of heart. Like the man really exposed his soul when he's when he's up there. Rough stuff, man. Yeah, rough stuff. And he, and just going there and talking about uh uh uh, uh Bill Cosby told me about uh seeing Richard Pryor on stage, which was by the way a great. So wait, you had an audience with Bill Cosby? I I t- I went to Bill Cosby's house. I talked to Bill before Cosby. the shit hit the fan. Before the shit hit the fan, yeah. So Bill Cosby, how does he reach out to you? Uh I get a phone call from my agent. Yeah, says, "Hey, Dre, what are you doing tomorrow at three? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Cosby would like to speak with you." This is before Hannibal dropped the bomb. This is before <laughs> before Hannibal dropped the bomb. It, it, yeah. Before Hannibal, not knowingly, unknowingly, unknowingly dropped the bomb. Okay, but on on information that was sort of out there, anyways. So, yes. So okay, so you're like, fuck yeah, I'll go talk to Bill. Yeah, Cosby. fuck yeah, yeah. It's like if even if I had plans, I'm going to go talk to Bill. But Cosby. that's interesting to me because you know, there 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 is a. I think even in in your relationship with uh, with Spike Lee, yes, that you, you know when they see a guy that's mm-hmm. got the juice mm-hmm. and that's going to you know represent black entertainment on some level, yeah, that they're going to like, well, we're we're the guys. We're gonna we're gonna sit this guy down. There, there is a there is a bit of responsibility. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah, so yeah, actually, so yeah. that was why Cosby. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. That uh, I just signed. Uh, I mean, I I've been with uh, in a deal with NBC for years. Yeah. Here, so I just signed the deal. Oh, and he and had then, a deal too. He had a deal too. Oh, so actually, tra- this was before he had a deal with NBC. Oh, so he saw uh, the new maybe, deal. Maybe he saw you as a threat. Who's this punk? Like, let me go see. Yeah, let me go <laughs> see. Take this motherfucker about. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, he told me a story about seeing uh, uh, Richard Pryor on stage. What and, year? Um, like early 70s okay so when Richard was big or right before this was right before this is during the transition right and he said uh he said he saw he saw Pryor lose an audience for 35 minutes Mm. something that he would never do 
Yeah. <laughs> Bill, Bill, yeah, never. he always has you. Prior, he said he saw him not have them, and he said he was just explaining. He was just explaining stuff for right. like thirty-five. It was like and, and trying explain, to find emotionally it. explaining, yeah, yeah, explaining. Yeah. He emotionally said, and then explaining. and then at thir- at like the thirty-fifth minute, he said something clicked, and then he said for the next hour, uh, and this is coming from Bill Cosby, which controversy aside, I mean, you know, right. is. You know, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, yeah. right? Uh, and so, not Bill Cosby, not the Bill rapist. Cosby. Yes, Bill the, Cosby, the comedian, the 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 excellent comedian, yeah. Bill Cosby. He said that he'd never seen some like someone have an audience eat out of their hand so well uh-huh. for an hour. Yeah, for an hour. What's interesting about Richard Pryor it seems to like even like uh, did you read that Scott Saul book? No, I haven't. I'll give it to you. If you oh, want thank it. you. Yeah, I, you I, I would love to. I got it. I like I read it. But it's like it's about that time. It's it, it's only about up to like seventy three or seventy four. It's mm-hmm. it's right up to after the when he started making the bad movies, like after his arc. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. And and that's where it stops. So it's 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 through ah. Oakland, through Berkeley, through you know his transition. Like that's it's beautiful. it's good and it's journalistic. He talked to you know family members that were willing to talk. Like he did his fucking homework. Oh, that's amazing. And it's it's an, it's a sweet piece of. Uh, of it's a portal into that period of prior because we all make assumptions. What the fuck do we know? Yes. So like you know when he was in Oakland, you know he was like he had thrown away being a Co- a Cosby clone and he wanted to be an artist. He wanted to be an artist, but he was doing weird shit like poetry, you know, and like you know theater stuff. Like he was really it's the sixties. He's going out there, mm-hmm. but even in that documentary recently where he was taping that special one of the specials and he did a whole taping and he said i didn't do it i didn't hit it oh yeah that, it's not well I and, not. and oh yeah mythologic i mean bombed right the first night of his welcome back live on the sunset strip at the palladium right that's it stevie that's the one Wo- i'm talking yeah, stevie about stevie wonders right. in the audience right that's you know what, what i mean like about. and and he's just and it just it just wasn't as nice, but because he lives because he puts so much in dude like you know yes. like like you know there's very few comics and maybe you're one of them and you know is that every performance is sort of a it's a, it's a life or death thing it's not you're not going up there protected by an act no you're no. going out there on the fucking you gotta ice fly right you gotta fly yeah, yeah. and it's and if i don't i have to feel connected to what i'm saying it, or it's just it's just the worst not, it's the worst. like you it's like you're a zombie yeah if you're not yeah well i mean I'm, i should have i would just be an accounting yeah if i wanted to just repeat right you if know you, what i mean if you don't feel the juice of connection and if you don't and feel the with yeah. yourself and the and the audience yeah. So yeah. what else did Cosby say? I mean, he must have been teaching you a lesson. He had to school you a little bit. You know, it was, he was, I, I told him about the, the idea I had for the show. Yeah. He, he, he thought that was cool. We talked about comedy. We talked about, I mean, he said he's actually, uh, you know, not anti, uh, uh, he kind of said what we were saying about like, he just doesn't like shock. He doesn't like uh-huh. curse words so, as a crutch as oh, opposed crutch. to, right. yeah, as opposed to, you know, he's like, yeah. Because when you he's like when you're doing the clubs, you know, late night, you know, right. Sometimes you know it's easier to just throw in these words. And if it's he's saying as a crutch, he doesn't like it. Yeah, which well, is interesting. This right, and you know, right. But it was interesting because Cosby defined that that modern black comic thing, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't political, yeah. that was family oriented, yes. that was clean storytelling, but but you know, provocative in his own way. In his own way, right. I actually just talked about that with someone recently about how, when talking about family, there, there, it was kind of provocative when you think about the way he spoke about his children, the way he spoke about it was kind of a raw, sure, a more raw. And, way and then of Noah bit is is, rel- is is kind of provocative and in, in biblical interpretation. Yes, and yes. for the times and sure. in that and, and in context, but but a little harmless. 
but a little harmless. Because at that time, I mean, you do have Dick Gregory. You yeah. know, you got Godfrey Cambridge. You got people that are, you know, pushing, you know, in a different direction. Yeah. But like, but the point I was making is at that time, even in in the late 60s, early 70s in, in Hollywood, you know, you had you had the Cosby camp, but then you had Red Fox who had his own fucking nightclub. Yes. Like down on like La Cienega or something. I want to, do you know where it was? Because I was I actually trying to Google this recently because prior recorded an album that's right. there and i was like where is the club i, I want to know building? where the club was. what's the building i'm gonna stand in the building i want to go stand in the building so now like given that you had this conversation like he, he didn't give you any warnings like he didn't say uh you know um you know be careful of this or that he didn't give you any did he give you any wisdom that you were like oh yeah okay i'll look out for that shit it wasn't it wasn't the cos that we've read about like the yeah. one that's just very you know the condescending it wasn't in any sense right. it was it was almost dare i say in a very respectful way almost just like a meeting and almost on this hey you gotta what do you want to do with your show what do you want to do like he asked this he asked as many questions were as you nervous as he gave. uh or it was just uh like this, it this was interesting dude. it was i was excited it, I, w- I was genuinely excited because he really once again, I mean, it, you always have to give the disclaimer now. But controversy aside, just as a performer, just as a television star. Well, that's a weird thing. Just right? as a businessman, you know. Yeah, it's over for him though now. Oh man, how how are you? How do you position him in your brain now? I mean, are you able to keep it separate? Because I know you do bits on it. I grew up in an environment, and 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 this isn't to speak to the hood versus you know whatever but i know that my personal experience i grew up in an environment where you had to extract you had to separate the two uh for just in in, in, in humanity general, in life, and people in people what do you like an example uh uh your my best friend yeah so you know so drugs right he's a liar like right. you know my, some of my brother's closest friends have murdered people right, right? and so just this type, back in the day back in the day right okay <laughs> it's all we're the, the grown-ups now the justice no system is taking care of what it needed to take care oh, of yeah? yeah and whatever uh-huh. you know and you know and some people you know i'm fairly tired whatever anyway okay. uh but you separate from people have done bad things basically right. is what i'm saying right. right and this is not the popular opinion but um you you learn to separate to have remove you it's not that you need to associate all the time like right. some people you don't need to so but just on a purely viewing someone right you you learn to separate the two right. and you don't like because sometimes it's for survival so when you when you grow up and you don't and it's not a lot of money right mm. like there may be a guy who's a piece of shit Right. right, but he offers something valuable to the group. Right, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it may be like you know this guy is a piece of shit, but girls like him. Right, and he gets girls. Right, so okay, he you know can hang mean? out. Like, he can hang out, or this guy's a piece of shit, but he has a car. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, right. like it's like oh, right. well, he's an asshole. It's a stolen car. It's a so stolen <laughs> car, and we are all in danger right now. But we're gonna get. But he has a going. car. You know what I mean? Like, and so even if it's just a thing that you offer, like when you think about like like you know, it's like it, like a village, yeah. right? Like you think every caveman was just a great guy, the no, hunters no. and the no, no, no like, that guy's like, an asshole, but he'll an kill a lion. He, who else knows how to kill lions? <laughs> exactly. He knows how to kill lions. Yeah. The rest of us don't yeah. know how to do that. We're gonna have to put up with. Sure, he fucked my wife. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a lion, though. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. a lion, man. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a lion. Yeah, you got to yeah, think yeah. about lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, but but it's it's that thing of separating. Not only that. But also, what about justice? I mean, here's the thing. My mom always has this uh, this saying 
she says uh she says i I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in yeah and she says that uh you know a lot and here's the thing what does that mean it means it means this it means once again it doesn't mean you associate yourself you know what i mean but it means that i'm not god i'm not god and i'm not and and where judgment like i'm not a judge and jury and if if he like doing anything wrong it yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, it, I, I you feel like you shouldn't have to say it, but right. just so it's clear. Yeah, because yeah. I'll get a. You're tweet. not a fan of. I'll get you're a not tweet. A, you're, what you're saying is you're not a fan of Bill Cosby, the rapist. I'm not a fan of any rape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not a fan of any horrible disgust. Like yeah. that's a disgusting act. Yeah, it really is. It's a it's a disgusting, disgusting yeah. act. Yeah. I mean, as it, it's up there with murder, it it ruins lives, and you know what I mean. Like, sure. and just you know, knowing women who've gone through that, right. It's, I mean, right. it's horrible. Right. It's absolutely horrible. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, in no way am I trying to say, you he know, he gets a pass. Oh, he gets a, but he's so great. Right. You know, but, but it, but it is, but it is a thing where it's like, this is horrible. This is disgusting. But w- where the level of judgment, where I can't, you can't, and no one should, I, I think, like torment themselves with being a judge. Because, hmm. like, like being a judge takes a lot of weight and is a lot of pressure and it's a lot of torment if you don't. As my mom would say, have a heaven or hell to put anyone in, or a or, or a cell to put anyone in, mm-hmm. or a whatever. Now, if you take that up as your cause, that's your right. Yeah. That is absolutely your right. If you want to push toward that justice, and we all have a bit of a responsibility for that. Right. But it's just like you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like you can't torment yourself on a personal level yeah. with just like ah, oh, buddy, because Bill Cosby himself is still a, a great yeah. Nothing special. you can do about that. There's nothing you can do about that. But, you know uh, I mean? but Bill Cosby, the but here's the fucking difference is that. The fact that he hasn't, you know, you know, publicly copped to anything, yeah, is that you, there, there's obviously a pathology. He's got a problem, but Richard Pryor would have talked about it. Well, Richard, <laughs> you know, like he, I doubt he would have done it. I mean, Richard Pryor talking about shooting his wife's car out and just all these things. Yeah, he exposed his soul. I mean, you, I mean, that's the beauty of him. You yeah. Know, so then like, it becomes a question: It's like this man Cosby's soul is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Which, what do you have anything to do with? Nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, like, I don't have anything to do with anyone. So, you know, like, yeah. I have nothing to do with it. Yeah, but, you know, but you can have opinions and you can. Like, yeah, you know, and yeah. once again, and and hopefully we all have the same opinion sure. on After, the matter. Yeah, I hope we all have the same opinion right. on the, the issue itself of just like, ah. Uh. Who else? How did your relationship with uh, Spike Lee unfold? Because uh, he directed was, the special. He directed the special. I wanted someone that... Uh, could capture like a documentary type feeling. You reached out to him? Yes, I called him. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the Hollywood version, the industry version rather of, you know, Told my a agent. guy called a guy. But then, I mean, we it became really direct pretty immediately. What do like, you think of him as a man? As a man? Yeah. Uh, Spike is, he's, he's, I really respect, I mean, he's convicted. Like he's convicted in like what he believes in, he believes in. And we had, you know, I mean, I think it's right to share. Like we had, discussions about things like what like like i mean i mean in the in the bit he was very uh, he was very adamant about me not i i open talking about how like with the trayvon martin thing and how like these horrible things happen but you don't really care right and and we had a disagreement and what the perspective of that was i had to explain to him what the perspective was because he took it as you know like but people do care but i'm like but do that you know and and to me i i say it as a challenge and as a very real harsh personal realization of oh man i'm allowing life to go on 
and I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying it's it's a reality of a lot of times these tra- tra- tragedies happen. It's about social responsibility. Social responsibility. And that's what the bit's about. And we had great conversations about it. Just talking about like, yeah, this is what I meant by that. This is why I said it. This, But he was honest and he was open with it. And, you know, like, and, and he was very much so like, yeah, there were a few things. In so there. so, so had, his, his angle was, is it not irresponsible for you to, to say that nobody say, cares. Yeah, to say that nobody cares. And I said, I think it's irresponsible of me not to say that. Right. Because because it's like, no, and, and because, because I don't- Because most people, it's not my life. It's not my life. Yeah, that's most people. Right. And, and once again, going back to even what we were just talking about, like, I mean, at some point, you do have to take some type of social responsibility, and there are, certain, there are things that we can change and we need to actively change. That's why I said it, because it's this challenge. And if it made you feel like, well, I do care, I, the, the hope and the intention was that people, if, it, if you thought I was wrong about it, mm-hmm. that, it would in, that it would motivate. Well, what did you, what was the, the, the community of your childhood? Uh, lower class, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, people doing things they needed to survive, factory type jobs, that type of thing. But yeah, but working class, working class was working not class, a yes. like uh, a ghetto situation. No, uh, it, Hard to where's know. the line? I don't know. I mean, the, were people selling drugs? Were people doing? Sure. Yeah, like yeah, it's, that was the here's neighborhood. Thing, here's the thing: if if I didn't grow up in the if it wasn't the ghetto, then I mean, someone needs to change the wallpaper. Because <laughs> it's looking a lot of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like, I, so I don't. Sure. Yeah. Who, who sure. am I? Here's the thing: I don't want to label it, right? You know, like right. because it, I would love for it to have yeah. not to have been. Yeah. How like were you in danger many times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so hey, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? Right. You know right. what I mean? Sure. Like where there are drive-bys of like across the street from my house, directly across. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, here's the yeah. thing. <laughs> to some people, that sounds like a vacation spot, and that's not a, not the ghetto. Right. To me, not so much. You know, right, it's like you right. grew up with a real life. Once again, like a real life. You know, all right. You know, and but with that said, I also don't want want to make it sound like it was just the worst. And there there but, are but, worse. But places. it's interesting. Yeah. Getting back to Spike's point is that you know if you grow up you know in in that type of community where it's not unusual yeah. for that kind of shit to happen. Yeah. You know, like, I guess maybe what he was trying to address, and I don't know, was that, um, it, you know, we can't, you know, speaking, I would say, as him, is mm-hmm. that, you know, black people mm-hmm. can't disassociate. Yeah. Is that? So, so, so here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, there, ha- as a black person, yeah. as a black comic. Yeah. Uh, there, there are so many rules, right? And there, there there's a difference between responsibility. There are, there are because unspoken, uh, unspoken. Like what? Really, like, like what? Well, it's saying that I'm as a black comic, especially. I'm not supposed to say that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like sure. that's not a thing that is I'm it, supposed. Is to Is that say. where Spike was coming from? Yeah, right. It's like you're not supposed right, to say right, this, right, right. and 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 part of like, listen, not to sound like, well, this is my, but but I do want to contribute to not only comedy, not only the, the you know, like the, the, the artist experience, yeah. like you want to contribute and push every experience further. So part of my job is to, to say those things that are true that I'm not supposed to say. To, to break that rule is part of my responsibility because, because 
it's inhibiting. It's inhibiting the art. It's inhibiting the consciousness to 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 not say these things. To not, you know what I mean. Right. So I, I have to. Right, but it's also interesting that your trajectory was not the standard black comic trajectory. You not you didn't come out of black clubs. No. Yeah. No. So you were able to have this, you know, this thought provoking exchange mm-hmm. with a mixed audience, if not white leaning audience. Yeah, it's most a, yeah, of the time. Yeah, yeah, and you're, when you're at the store, you're at the improv, sure. you're at the, you know, it's not, it's not all black audiences. And by the way, I mean, love, I love when it's when I, whenever I'm in front of a black audience, there, there is a certain amount of like comfort and like excitement of just like, oh, great, you know, yeah, because yeah. It, now it, we can really do it. Yeah, if we can really go for because the whole thing, I really believe my purpose is to contribute to expanding consciousness yeah. within especially within art you know you try and let it go even let it permeate and go beyond that but but it's to expand consciousness and that and everything that I do is rooted in that everything in the spe- saying these things that you're not supposed to say but are honest it's uh the, even the way we shot and did the special all of that is to, was to expand consciousness when did this uh this idea this vision of yours take hold i mean like it wasn't at the shoot store so when did you start to acknowledge the idea of art it it's a thing that i've always respected right the things that I always gravitate toward are the things that mean something like that 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 kind of mean something and and help expand consciousness mm-hmm. right like so even before wanting to do like what even at the shoe store the reason i always watch the daily shows because john stewart i think genuinely does a service to society right because it it is the it's the source of news for cutting people. through hypocrisy cutting through hypocrisy and and getting to the 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 truth yes and informing people yeah because it is a thing where you know if you try and read about you know what's happening in politics through the associated press it's not as clear as john stewart explaining it to you sure. at 11 or o'clock. rachel maddow or, or yeah yeah it, it's john stewart it's clear and it's humorous right and it's and it's like this that's what art is to me it is medicine and applesauce because sure. it, it's it's fun and it's but it's it really is saying it makes things. people see things differently it so makes, like so like you want to blow minds like you know you got you, people walk through life every day and all of a sudden you make them think of things like you just tweak the knob a little and yes. they're like i never thought about that way. yes i'm responsible the expansion of consciousness. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, and those are the things that I've always gravitated toward. It's the you know it, it it's always the thing because uh, because other once again what looks good in a time capsule, right? You know what right. what deserves to be in a time sure. capsule. You know, like, yeah. and that's that's always been where my my head is, even in the in what I would watch and how I would spend my time and just in self education. It's always like. Let's read the guys that lasted. Let's read the guys that mattered. Let's read. Like who? Uh, uh, let's start at like Frank O'Hara, right? Okay, yeah, Frank sure. O'Hara is this poet who, Great poet. from the New New York School of Poetry, yeah. uh, who uh, uh, just in his the way he structured poems, mm-hmm. the way he did things, yeah. it mattered. It right. influenced people. I think he was the poet laureate for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he it like just like my favorite poem is uh, uh, is My Heart uh-huh. by Frank O'Hara. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna cry all the time. I'm not gonna laugh all the time. You know, like the, these. It, it, and so I like, I wanted to read all of his like anything that I could, anything I can get my hands on Frank O'Hara on. Yeah. yeah, as much as I could. I'm yeah. just 
at Barnes and Noble. Sure. That was like, you know, which, sitting which, there. It, it's the same thing with like art. I went to the Whitney. Uh, 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 the new uh, one? Yeah, the new nice, one. Nice, right? It's really, really that nice. That was a great exhibit, that one they got up. Was their collection through the years, right? Just the, yeah, the, yeah, 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 that's yeah, the, yeah. I just saw it. It's fantastic. Amazing. It's fantastic. It goes through the protests, through the periods, yeah. Uh, yeah, all the different types of art. Yes. And then like the 60s and the 70s. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So it, it, I brought that up to say like the same thing with like poetry, anything. It's like, it's always dangerous territory because then I then I don't want to go to I you know the the classic I don't I, I don't know art but I know what I like I, all I know is my interpretation no, no, but that's all you need to know but I it, mean that that comes back to the same thing of uh you, you know what you do on stage is if you're honest the thing is, is yeah that, you know there's always going to be people with an education or intellectuals that are going to question your reaction to it because they're going to put it into a different context but the pure reaction of somebody who's just sort of like, I want to feed my head. Yeah. And you have that thing hit you like that. Yeah. That's honest. Yeah, that's and, honest. And then if you want to chase it down the pipe and learn more shit about where it came from or who that guy was, that's all other. That's a that's another expedition. That's a whole other thing. Yes. Right. And you can choose to go down that route sure. or not. So sure. And ruin it for yourself. Yeah. And ruin it for yourself. <laughs> yes. And just and just yeah. that's a whole. You got to go oh, yeah, to college yeah. again. It's <laughs> a whole lifestyle change. Right. But but just you know like reading like just reading reading educating like just trying to educate yourself on feed on your culture. head feeding your head like because there's those things like. Like even like like especially if you don't if you're not and most people aren't educated in in poetry or, or contextualizing O'Hara in in where he came from poetically yeah. that if you just deal with the meat of his expression or the painting like sometimes when paintings are supposed to be provocative in the same way you do a comedy it's nice to know the movement yeah like these motherfuckers were trying if, to turn you, it upside down if you go if you go to a Caravaggio exhibit yeah it, it, right yeah if you if you see it you need to know the context of the movement you need to sure. know that, that helps. a lot of the art yeah. is in the shadows sure well you yeah know, yeah like, Caravaggio uh, is sort of like yeah, oh there look at yeah, that dude yeah. yeah I went to what I uh, could be to Kevin Christie we went to LACMA and he just basically oh he schooled you he schooled me yeah. on think like and it was like oh and you learn the context he schooled me on like the context uh-huh. of art and yeah. and so and so it's like with comedy with all of it I just yeah. I'm I'm interested in where I stand in art. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. like it beyond comedy. Yeah. You know, like it's, a, it's, I mean, you just look at what this show is, right? The, the, you have the president of the United States yeah. here. Yeah. This isn't just, you know what I mean? This isn't just like, you know, like, and, and my favorite thing reading with the president was there yeah, yeah. is just like, ne- they have to deal with you now. Yeah. They, you know they, what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. it's like, it's like, and just like writing about like, just yeah. a, a thing. First of all, it some ha- comedians it, podcast. It, it hasn't been, you know, in the context of especially comedy. Yeah. It hasn't been a little thing since it started, right? Yeah, right. But then, and then, and then you just watch it grow, and yeah. you watch it grow, and yeah. you watch it grow, and they have to deal with you. And now, even this show itself is in the context of art, yeah. is in the, in the context sure. of, of of journalism, in the context yeah. of documenting things. So Crazy. it's like it's like this show exists in that context yeah. now, and I want my stand up, I want my whatever to exist in art right you know what i mean sure, like, and man. so and so you need to read read about artists you need to explore art you yeah need to explore sure man and, and the art of everything sure man you know and yeah. not just poets and painters there's a art i would argue there's an art to being a reality star you know what i mean like there's, i'm not sure they're aware of I, that but. yeah i don't think that, i don't but here's the thing i, I, I actually got an argument you're gonna, you're about, gonna have to contextualize that contextual contextualizing <laughs> kim kardashian sure. to even the way paris hilton did it sure Fewer mistakes. Yeah. Smarter about it. Yeah. Capitalizing off in liter- every nook and but, cranny of it. But 
But okay, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a you know skill set and craft and uh, and 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 also you know putting ambition together with how to uh, to get your hustle on to make a, a few there, bucks. There is, but but you're talking about expanding consciousness. I'm, to, I'm talking I, about. I don't know if I don't know if. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm just saying. Is but, that the? But, is that? But the, that is a skill. That that is a skill. Here's the thing. Whether we like to admit it or not. Kim Kardashian is going to be remembered. Okay, but that's and different. T- explored you, you, and but hold on, but but um, the, the but, phenomenon is the phenomenon is going to be is going to sure. be explored. Which which then I mean it, to a certain degree, rather I don't even like the same, but it it influences. Sure, you know what I mean. It influences, yeah. and so like being influential is a part of art. Like that's a big part. But, of But it. still, where but like you know from like from what I'm hearing, it is a skill set. It, it is. No, I know. No, no, I know no, what you're no, saying. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying that you know there there is something about being remembered and historical. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do that by by not expanding any consciousness at all. And actually, <laughs> and if you do, it might be in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it, so and then there's there there's the idea of art. To expand consciousness. Yeah. And I, I think what you're saying is like, you'd like to expand consciousness, but you'd like to be well known for it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank but, you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so I just want to make sure yeah. I separate you from but, Kim Kardashian but, yeah, yeah. out of respect for I, you. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. But it's with, the, I'm saying it, but when I'm saying like the art of anything is just, just really with, within anything in context, just getting the most out of it. No, no, I get, I get you know it. I mean, I, I, like, mean, I get that, like that, that for anybody to rise out of whatever their life is and have an impact yes, at all, at all, uh, and a lasting one mm-hmm. uh, requires some set of of skills, yes. of, of some kind, you know, absolutely, whether they're good or bad or whatever. Requires, I get that, yeah. And so. and 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 for you to make the impact that you want to make, it, you, you know, you're still going to have to trust yourself and 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 the machines that are in place because. It becomes that thing where you make a choice not to do a four and a half minute set because you don't represent yourself. If all of a sudden, you know, you get big and they're like, well, we need that four four and a half minute set. And you're like, I think I can do it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll see a lot of that. No, but, but you'll see a lot of that. Cut to me just in a suit. It's like they, yeah, they it's a lot. Yeah, of yeah. No, no, no. It's a concession. It's a Faustian deal. Yeah. Hey, look, you know, you the 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 NBC show. Uh, we picked it up, but it's like it's not doing great. We need you to to go on this reality show yeah, to, and, to do a little. Yeah. You you. It's like you maintain your integrity as an artist, and you try and do things that make sense. What what? If, listen, the reason I wanted to work with NBC is because it's such a machine. Sure, it's such a huge machine. But I really think you can get something good and interesting through. I, a I, lot of people have said that. I, yeah, a lot of people said that. A lot of people you try, you know, that we don't. Uh, they're they're taking, no longer in the business. I know, I know, I know. Right as I as I prepare for battle, <laughs> I put it all armor, suiting up, just like all right, you guys. It's just like it, people watch, it and they're, they're just like, well, he talked about art a lot. Yeah, uh, see, yeah, 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 yeah. The fuck this just is sitting there <laughs> talking to your mouth. Out, you're shooting your mouth off to suits about Caravaggio. About they're Caravaggio. Like, what they're do like, we got here? With they're this like, kid? we're trying to sell Charmin. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, which is the battle. But when you got here, like I, like I hadn't, like it was like there was a lot of a lot of my peers who I hadn't seen you yet, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like you, maybe you go on later than me, or I, I wasn't going out to the clubs as much. But yeah. a lot of my guys, like uh, you know, like uh, Kevin and Al Magical and Brennan, you know, all these guys are like this dude. 
this dude's a miracle. And I, like, <laughs> I don't know where he came out of the clouds. And I'm like, who the fuck is this kid? He's like, I've never seen anything like it. I'm like, I've been doing comedy 25 years. I've never seen anything like this guy. <laughs> and then I'm like, where is he? And like, Neil's like, he's on my couch. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> the second coming's on your couch? Yeah, I know, I yeah, know, man. Yeah. Well, what, what the hell happened? How that? So you get to LA. And where all? And when did you? What was the first set? Where'd you do it? Uh, first set was at the comedy store. First time ever on doing Sunday? stand up on Sunday. Uh, I in got, your I, life, ever in my life. Okay, I start. So I. How long you been doing it now? Started in two thousand eight. Uh, almost seven years. Okay, I I would tell people yeah. I would just lie. Right. People would say how how uh, uh, how long you been doing stand up? And I've a couple years when I first moved because yeah. I didn't I didn't want the crutch. I didn't. If I so you, so you I didn't want a, a mythology for yourself. You're like, yeah, I, I've done a, a couple, couple years. years. Oh, a couple years, yeah, yeah. Like, just very vague about it. But then you like, where'd you, where'd you from? Where'd you start? Yeah, North Carolina, just kind of. Yeah, 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 I never yeah, did yeah. it before I got, in my no, life. I got, that's why you didn't talk to people. They, get in and out. <laughs> get in and out. They got, they got, they're on to you. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's, but, but because I didn't want that, that like not bad for for. I was like, judge right. it honestly as right. a set, right? Just as a set, right? Because this, it, it may be better <laughs> than you know what I mean. How'd you prepare for that? first set uh just pace the same way i prepare for this one but you had some ideas you didn't so go. a couple ideas a couple yeah. thoughts go up first at the open mic no audience members comics in the back the, the worst. sun is shining through yeah. Yeah. that yeah. window it's, all, which it's is, not an easy room either not an easy room that's why i want to do a special because yeah. it's just it's, it's first not. place i ever did hit or miss dude hit or miss easily oh yeah easily they're not Most gonna indulge too much bullshit it's, it's the it really is and i know comics say it but it it really is one of the hardest like like uh, by hard meaning it's it is something you have to figure out every night it keeps you on your toes well you got like the the first trick of that original room is like how the fuck am i going to get comfortable in here yes and and like cuz it, it'll that place will pull it, it'll bring your fear right to the surface yes. so you have to battle your fear for however long it's going to take for you to be like, I, I own this stage now. There is a table at your feet. Oh, I know. Yeah, there, it's right You know there. what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a table. And, and now, if the lights and, are right, you can't see past much past that table. Yes. And now the food is served there. People are eating nachos. Garbage. Yeah. Eating garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like, at, at your feet. You know what I mean? Like, yep. that's a, you know, it's it's a lot to And it's just to. like, there's a rawness there. Like, you just feel yeah. like that room is like, there's a couple rooms that are, like, despite their reputation, are hard as fuck. The Comedy Cellar is another one. Hard as fuck. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Because once you, but once you pop that place, you're like, fuck, it. I'm not afraid of anything. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then, and the, the Comedy Cellar, uh, it, momentum is great. Some of my favorite well, you moments. Hit it. Some of my favorite moments in stand up is also, also like, going, it's like after Che and, uh, and Louie. Yeah. You know, at yeah. the cellar, and then yeah. you're up. Yeah. You know, and and once again, where do you fit in this space? Well, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. And that and that. Well, you better make them know you really quick. You better hit right out of the gate. Better, you don't have a fucking chance. That first one goes in the toilet. If you don't. Yeah, yeah. It's like ah, it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, the first like, one. That's what go. I love. That's what I loved about following Dane when we yeah. were like like you're at the factory and right. like all these things because. It's like you bet, like you're just you're starting out. You're just this unknown person. Right. And nobody's there to see you, but but you have the the heat or whatever. And so you're on these shows, right? And you got to know that the 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 biggest trick is like you know you learn it like once or twice where you're like, oh, I'm gonna follow that dude. He's got that energy. I'm just gonna go full on. Mm-hmm. And then it's like that didn't work. No. So then eventually you're just sort of like, I'm gonna suck it right down to me. Truth. And then wait. Truth. Wait. What? You're good what at that. Do you Bill want? Burr's good at that. You know, the, you know, yeah, like, like, well, you know, it's like, you know, I might have to eat it for six. 
Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? But right. it's like, this has to be me. That's it's right. like it, right. it, every home, you know, I walk into, you got to redecorate it, man. Right. You got to adjust That's it to right. you. You got to do you it know? quick. You got to do it quick. Just by standing there. Just by standing there. Just by your energy. Just unspoken. Yeah. You have to do so it. That is, that's the, that is that crucial moment where it's like, if you let fear win in that moment, mm-hmm. it's going to be a long, oh, 12, yeah. long 15 minutes. <laughs> the, the longest 15 <laughs> minutes of your life. <laughs> you are up there. Well, you're just sitting there. You're oh, waiting for it's a green light yeah, over oh, to God, your left. No, please. you just please, waiting. How much long? How much, how, long? Much, how long have I been here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. that, of course, those are the nights when the next guy's not there yet. And you oh, got yeah, yeah, to. Now I got to do 20. Yeah, I've been up here a while. I got to do 21. And you know what's amazing about that feeling? It can always happen. It can always happen. <laughs> always happen. Tuesday or Saturday. It could always happen. Especially in the OR. You're like, that's just that's all I'm getting. Yeah. I think I'm getting. Yeah. I'm not going to go higher than that. And there's, the place is full. Yes. I'm not going to get more it's than packed. that. It's packed. It's packed. That's, that's what I love about the OR. The OR could be full and dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It could be packed. Usually, what is that? under most circumstances. What is just by the nature of the people. room being right. people, yeah. a room full of people, any other place, you're going to get do something. Well. You're going to get something. The OR can be packed Nothing. to the brim. Nothing. Yeah. The worst. They're I just sitting it. there. You're like, what is the fucking dark? You're like, I believe the building on certain nights has a mood to it. Yes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Yeah. The OR shifts with the moon. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shifts with something. It's just with something, and that's what, you know. And but it keeps you on your toes. Yeah, and you gotta adjust that energy. Yeah. So I'm there. I'm up first. Yeah. Open mic. Yeah. Do it. Love it. Go, it did doesn't you go with. No, yeah, it goes hard. But you got the bug. You're like, I'm this excited. Is where, this is I'm where excited. I live. Yeah. I'm excited to share thoughts. Right. You right. know what I mean? Sure, like, it's like I'm excited yeah. to share thoughts. I'm right. excited to say, hey, right. this is how I feel about this thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, do you not feel that way? Right. Great, because I want to talk about it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I'm excited. And when did the when did people start noticing you? Like, because it was the store guys, right? Um, like Neil and and yeah, Al oh and, man, Neil and Al and Brett, uh, uh, you know, uh, like genuinely amazing Argus. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like sure. and Bill, I mean Burr, you know, uh, was very. I mean, he said very. Uh, he gave some very nice compliments to me early on in my uh-huh. career and you know it was just do those cosigns in front of you know yeah. at the time Tommy at the comedy store just like put this kid up yeah. you know like and so I mean I you know very very blessed just to, to have like people yeah it was pretty astounding you yeah. know, because like you know I'm a cynical fuck so like you know <laughs> when everybody starts you know talking about this kid Carmack I'm like what, I can't, what, how could it uh, I've seen this happen before uh, <laughs> <laughs> It was, it, it's a, Patrice. Yeah. Uh, you know, and this is- Wait, a, you got to talk to Patrice? I got to talk to Patrice. Oh, that must have been something. One of the most amazing, <laughs> one of the most amazing, uh, it really was, it was one of those well, things- It was one of those like, who the fuck you think you are? So he, uh, Neil, I, I can't remember if it was Neil or Ian, because uh, 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 Ian Edwards had introduced me to Patrice on uh-huh. the patio outside the store, and he said- uh, What was he doing out here? So he, he was out of he place. Was, he was out, yeah, he was here for a few days for some meetings and Holding something. up the patio? Yeah, just holding up the patio, holding saying, up like, court. like, who are these fucking Holding people? up court, there's a line, uh-huh. you know, I'm with a friend of, like, I think it was Neil, or it may have been Ian, I, I don't want, but yeah. either way, they, they say, hey, have you met Gerard? And yeah. the first thing he said- Oh yeah, I heard of you. <laughs> you supposed to be that next nigga. 
<laughs> supposed to be that next Chappelle nigga. <laughs> like, it's just very much, and that's what he said to me. And, and then he talked to me for thirty minutes. I mean, it's really a blessing. I had some great conversations with like that. Well, he's like, you know, it's like you know, there's like the beauty of Patrice was it's sort of like, you know, I feel good talking to him. Mm-hmm. It's going right into me, but I'm not sure it's right. <laughs> but it's honest. Oh yeah, he's not lying that's to you. Right. That's he's right. Not, but you, it he's was telling his it truth. Was, it was honestly, and and I, this is the only conversation i've ever had with him 30 minutes i remember and i remember it because it's the first time i ever missed a show yeah i because i had Couldn't I, stop was talking. My, I was on my way to a spot and it and here's the thing i'm not even gonna pull that whole i just knew it because i didn't know i just i just for whatever reason yeah couldn't walk away couldn't even do the polite like i gotta run yeah. and i'm sure he would have understood i stood there and i just missed my spot i'm you know sure. obviously given the context yeah. of this was pretty close to when he went to the hospital yeah. like oh, yeah, like yeah. this is like months before that. Yeah. so like obviously you're like oh well thank god that i did but 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 very kind of a vulnerable conversation he's he was a uh it was a it was a weird sort of it was exciting to be around that guy yeah and there's not a lot of guys yeah there. he was so he talked about mistakes that he made yeah he talked about it once again same thing with it wasn't that like let me tell you something. Right. It was like, it, this is my experience. Right. It was very much so they, you know, it, it was met with this level of like respect. It was, it's never, I, you know, I've been really blessed to like, for whatever reason, people just approach with this level of like honest, like respect. And like, this is what I went through. And I really appreciate that. I think there's a brotherhood to, to comics, you know, and, and I think that comics, Especially guys in my generation, and, and sometimes older, but they get a little detached. But guys who are still in the in the you know at the clubs and stuff, yeah, that when they see something or they feel talent or they feel like you're one of us, mm-hmm. that they're they're decent fucking dudes. That you know they're sort of yeah. like you know what can I do to help this guy? Yeah, because he's good for us and he's great at what he does and he makes it. You know, he, he, you know, it, it, we believe in comedy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, down to Neil Brennan gave me shoes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Al Madrigal gave me clothes, and the my, like some of my first paying gigs. Brett Ernst would just slide me cash to eat. You oh, really? I mean? you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So like, you came out here. You didn't do the Craigslist. You didn't have a place to live. I found a. I lived on a on a love seat for a month, and I moved into a studio apartment with four people. We shared small like i mean just the most uncomfortable couch lived on couches like that type of thing i didn't have a day job here it really is by the grace of god that you know but i only thought i focused on comedy i focused on just like like you didn't give a fuck about the day job no day job no no day what's the point no why that's not what i want to do right yeah and here's the thing and i mean once it's a blessing to to be able to do it and i and people were very like you know i mean i think about that a a lot man just like you know like neil brett and all these guys that just believe in you yeah you know like early on like you know and it's just uh i mean it's so beautiful man i never i've never seen anything like it really (laughs) <laughs> like just like no and it, it, was, it was a beautiful thing you know that you know the, and, and to hear you tell it was that they they you know, they they knew your talent they knew your commitment dove davidoff and brian callen bought me a car <laughs> yeah you, you you know what i'm saying like i mean just like genuine belief <laughs> <laughs> you better not let us down like, yeah, i was like man if i if i if i fuck this up you know what i mean like it was like all right it's like you better focus on comedy mm-hmm. you know what i mean like because it's just like you know if, even if not for yourself for for them right you know like these beautiful people yeah, just yeah. really believed in you and looked out yeah yeah that's a sweet story man yeah it's amazing and it's it worked like, out oh man you got Thank a place God. to live now i'm doing all right you can buy your own pants doing okay i got a couple pair now <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what is the NBC show? When's it happening? Doing how many? We're doing five more. Ep- we did a pilot and then five more episodes. So six total. Six total. You're going to run the pilot. We're going to run the pilot. They love the pilot. Who knows how they feel about the pilot? NBC, like NBC, yeah. They, I listen. You assume love. I don't think you know love has anything to do with right? any of it. So you, you know, haven't like, had to fight any fights yet. Oh, it's always a fight. No, I mean, but I mean with the suits too on the script oh, level. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah? it's always a fight. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, it really. It's, here's the thing, and I don't even want to make it sound like it's only contention because, I mean, they're like. Like you said with the the Letterman, like there are some great notes. There are some oh yeah, yeah this no, makes yeah. the story better. Sure, yeah. Like and and you it's can't some, just be like they don't again, know anything. People that really believe in the idea and like really, so I don't want to make it seem like us versus just right. that. But it is you're trying to change perspective, consciousness, or, or way something's perceived, what, what something can be, mm-hmm. what you can say, what you can't say. You you know, and and you battling that. It's like to change habits mm-hmm. is the hardest thing. What's the world? Uh, I have a, a, a live with my girlfriend. It's my fa- it's based on my family because what's interesting about my relationship with the family is is, is it is people that believe really strongly in things like we, we a lot of arguments growing up in your over family. Every, yeah over over everything between and you and your mom and dad and your between brother between all of us over everyone's any, still together your over, parents still together over any given thing yep parents still together uh, and your it, dad's still driving still driving what's your mom do uh, she's now. Early retirement, uh-huh. uh, was a, a secretary at a children's hospital for 31 years, uh-huh. uh, and I'm sure she won't mind me sharing. She, so she's just let go from her uh, job. 31 uh-huh. years, loyal service, same children's hospital, just let go, right? Cutbacks or whatever. Pension, though? Not even. No? Not the amount of respect that she deserves. Fuck. You know what I mean? Like Worst. very much children's so. Just hospital. like children's hospital, it just not the amount of respect she deserves. Just gone. I mean, you know, it's a woman who sits with, who sat with children who tried to commit suicide and mm. would talk and pray with them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, and just thirty-one years, like, ah, gone. Right? How's she handling it? Fine. My mom's one of the strongest people I've ever met. Uh-huh. So just so everyone's fine. got strong opinions in the strong show. Opinion, strong opinion. Yeah. Strong opinions in the show. Strong opinions, some unpopular opinions, just trying to see both sides of an argument. I'm crazy inspired by Norman Lear. And, and, Man. and uh, I haven't. I saw him speak uh, 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 twice, actually, once at uh, Bad Robot. Uh, they were nice enough to invite me to just this very private thing to to see Norman Lear speak, and then I saw him speak to uh, uh, Rosenthal, to Phil Rosenthal, uh, just this conversation about his book and about you know creating. Yeah, I talked to him in here. Yeah, yeah. So you, so you like you should meet man. him. Why don't you meet him? I would love to. I I would love to. He'd, to, he'd love to come see you. Oh, that'd be great. I, I wonder, I, man. It's, he, he's like he likes to go out and shit. He's. I mean, just I mean, I, by the way, I, I had a great conversation with Rob Reiner about you. Just like even in making this, like between the conversation with Cosby and I talked with Reiner, I saw Lear speak. I called Phil Rosenthal. So, we so talked about things, and we just to so find, the model is all in the family. In yeah, a way. if there is a model, yeah, it's all in the family right. because it, because it's just it's true. You want to go the you want to go the a, juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like honesty on television because you don't tune into a sitcom to see. When if I want to see you tune in for character and and perspective, you don't tune in to see you know like oh that story's crazy because yeah. that's what Netflix or, is or for ju- and yeah, that's or, what you know right. these dramas are for and even on NBC they have dramas that do that you, like, you tune in to see you, you build a relationship relationship with exactly. the character exactly and and in building that relationship the people that I want to build relationships with are people who have strong views and strong opinions and aren't just saying 
just sassy things every 15 seconds uh-huh. you know like it's jokes it was, just jokes it's just jokes it's just like conversation real who's thing. playing your dad david alan greer <laughs> yeah yeah he's fantastic by sure, the way. Man. Yeah. he's like i mean and an actor yeah you know what i mean yeah, like it's yeah. like a, he's an act yell yeah. job you're talking to yeah. tony award you know like who else is in it um loretta divine oh, plays yeah. my mom nice also amazing actors yeah. Amber Stevens, Amber West, rather, excuse me, uh, who's who's fantastic and just like fun. She plays my girlfriend. Uh, Lil Rel Howery plays my brother. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, another comic, Tiffany Haddish, plays his ex-wife that he can't afford her. to leave. Yeah, yeah. she's amazing. Like it's it's really and it, honestly, the the chemistry is there. You know what I mean? Like a, yeah. a very real chemistry. How you doing it, with the acting? You feeling it? I feel. I like. I like acting. You taking any uh, lessons? Got a uh, coach on the I, on hand. I I I spoke with a, an acting coach once. She was really really great. I'm, I'm I have this relationship with all school where I, it's a very cautious relationship because the it's it's why and with all due respect to anyone who's done comedy classes, the reason I wouldn't I'm not like an advocate of comedy classes yeah. because you don't want to create this like box for yourself that a you system. can't get up. Someone else's you, system. A system. You yeah. don't want, that's a, you want to create your own system. That's right. Seinfeld very much so sure. has his own system. So it goes want, along with your own rhythm. It goes along with your own rhythm, yeah. but you need to find that for yourself. So same thing with acting. You know, I remember reading this thing that uh, Denzel Washington said he went to acting school for long enough. he described it as long enough he was like i went for long enough he got what he needed and then you get out of there before you're following the same rhythm once again you don't want to do what everybody else is doing you know so you want to know yourself find your authentic self acting same thing with stand-up yeah you figure it out you figure it out take some time i've been watching your show you you yeah yeah, it, you know took, it took a couple seasons for me to get but comfortable with acting. But yeah. you're Mark Maron on, right. the, on Maron. That's right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. which, which is the same thing that every actor that we love does. You know what I mean? But Jack here's Nicholson the weird thing about is Jack Nicholson. It. But, that's, but he, like those guys, you know, they, they took classes. Now, the mm-hmm. weird thing about, like, uh, about being a comic, and I'm just telling you this because I put this in my head, and it was one of the few moments where, where, where I, I knew something that would have frightened me before. Yeah. But I, 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 I had no choice, and, and I had to accept it. Yes. I known every motherfucker that in our in our trade that got sitcoms. I know him. Yeah. I know, I know Brett. I know Ray. I know Louie. Yeah. You know, I didn't know Jerry, but I saw it. But mm-hmm. like I said, like all right, every one of these guys, it it took at least a season for them to figure out. Yeah. How to act. <laughs> yeah. Like themselves. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. and then you're surrounded by real actors. Yes. But we're we're us. We're and, us. And, we're, and and we just think we're gonna we'll just do it. But it, like you watch the first season of any of those shows, you're like, ooh, it's a little, yeah, little, little stiff. Figuring it out, right? And I knew that though. And like before, I would have been like, oh fuck, man, I gotta figure this out before I do it. Yeah. So Nothing. you you were able to just like just gonna have to eat we'll it, figure dude. it out. <laughs> you have to take the hit. <laughs> well, thanks for the heads up. Well, no, I'm just saying you no, do, no. you're going to do the best you can. You do the best you can, and you and then you're going to grow into it. You grow into it. You and, might be and a miracle. They find you, I hear yeah. you're a miracle. You might be fucking Olivier in the first week. God bless you. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. <laughs> take it. Take it. Well, look, you. I want you know the best of luck. Thank uh, you. And and uh, and uh, let's talk. I want to talk again, either at the pickup. Okay. Well, when it doesn't work out. Either, you know what? That's a deal. Okay, buddy. That's a deal. Thanks, Gerard. This is amazing. Thank you. Well, I think we covered it, man. That guy, he's like all lit up, that guy. Just beaming, beaming with youth and energy and creativity. Yeah, he charged me up. 
is a new guitar I want to do something meditative if I can if I can try to do that that would be make me feel better so it, it, it just it just you know I'm just gonna do the three chord thing maybe I'll throw another one in there I don't know